morning, everyone. This is Carolyn Bradfield. I'm the CEO of Convey Services and also the host of Cloud Conventions, the upcoming virtual trade show and event that launches May 11th and runs through the 14th. And with me, I have one of our valued speakers, Bob Path, who is um, podcasting with me today. And Bob, say hi to the audience. Hello, and hello to you, Carol, and thank you for having me. We're excited about everything you've got going on, so uh, thank you. So one of the things I love about Bob and um, makes him a very valuable content provider at our event is the fact that he is an expert on communication strategies and uh, wrote a very uh, popular book called Communicating to Win, and so one of the things that I'd like to ask you, Bob, is just to give us a little bit about your background. What motivated you to write the book? And, you know, what in general are you attempting to communicate um, in terms of your communication philosophy? Well, um, thank you for that. I, um, you know, it really started out as a personal journey. Uh, the book came out in 2015, Carolyn, and it was, um, it was after going through <clears throat> excuse me, many disruptive things in my own life, and, and that is the right word, and I know that's what I'm going to be talking about on, on May the 13th, is about disruption. It was this journey for me, communicating to women, life, love, and business, was I, I, I hit the wall. Um, I hit the wall. My, my life was disrupted. I wasn't being mindful. I wasn't being purposeful. Um, I wasn't focusing, and I'd come off of a divorce and really had to stop and analyze how I got there. And, and then what was I going to do about it? But I really had to trace it all the way back to its root, if you will, to figure it out. And, and then to solve it, I had to first figure out, um, uh, you know, how I got there and what caused all this. And I did. And then I, and then I turned that, uh, I turned it into a book. So for me, it was a very personal journey that I then applied to. I thought, well, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for, you know, all of my professional life. And, and I thought, what is it about communication? that we don't do that causes problems in our lives. And it can be just as much as what you don't say, as much as what you do say, the things that we carry around, the things that, um, for lack of a better word, haunt us, whether in business or, or, or in life. And, you know, what was I going to do about that? So the book is really a journey. Um, it, it, it's, it's my journey. I tell people it's, um, um, you know, it's a transparent look at my life, Carolyn, but it applies people reaching out from all over the world, really. The book's done well, and I put it on Audible. And so for people who'd rather listen to it than read it, uh, you can do that as well. So it, it is, uh, people refer to it as a communication Bible. Um, it's 16 what I call digestible chapters. So you could go to chapter 12 and say, ah, oh, this is what bothers me. You know, who's on your team? Who are your go-to people? Um, and so it really is very digestible that way that you can kind of break it down uh, and figure out, um, where where you need the help, quite quite honestly. But long-winded answer to your question, I did it because of the personal disruption in my life and saying, wait a minute, unless I fix this, unless I figure it out, unless I'm aware of it, I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, and and so it was really the disruption in my personal life that caused me to write the book. Well, that's a really good segue um, into the environment that we find ourselves in today. So. You know, people are not only personally disrupted, but their business lives have been disrupted. Their schedules are disrupted. And, um, you know, you, you don't have to be a genius to turn on the TV to see that there's a lot of um, 
negative um, thought process about the virus and what it means to business. So what do you think would be a critical um, kind of strategy that people ought to consider uh, relative to communication as they try and navigate through these times with their employees, their customers, their family, and their friends? What should they be thinking about in terms of adjusting their strategy? Well, one of the words that came to my mind as you were saying that is, is authenticity. And because we're bombarded now, I mean, I, I really set limits on, you know, I don't want, I'm, I'm not looking at the clock, but I can handle maybe five or 10 minutes a day of, of, of news. And also as a talk show host, you know, I'm on the air. And so I've got to be well informed. Uh, I've got to be balanced, Carolyn. And so I've got to look at both sides of it. I've got to look at if, if I can use the words liberal and conservative and, and this and that. And so I process all that. I read, you know, my four newspapers before I go on the air and I watch the news. But I think it's the authenticity. I think what people really need to do is get in touch with themselves. And I know it sounds all, you know, to use the term woo-woo um, and simplistic. And, and here we go back to the soft disciplines. But it's really true. And, and, and so I think if you say, you know, I mean, these are incredibly disruptive times. I never thought in my 50 plus years the world economy would be shut down, but it is. And, and we've had to regroup. And a lot of people, uh, rightfully so, were not prepared for this. But I think the, 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 the premise of it really is, I don't know that we've been a very effective communicators all along, Carolyn. And then you throw a crisis in there like this, you throw a pandemic in there, and it just really exacerbates everything that we've already not been doing very well. And you and I have spoken, technology is wonderful, but anything in extreme and excess, you know, there are going to be problems with it. And there are problems with it, um, regardless of the technology you use. So I think it's made us less communicative. I think it's made us less connected. And this now, I mean, let's look at it. Um, and I've seen it. Who knows anymore with the fake news? But you see where domestic violence is up. The, I've seen, you know, the rate of filing for divorce is up. And um and, and alcohol, I don't know how it is where you guys are, but where I am here in Maryland, alcohol is considered an essential. Well, sales of alcohol are up over 65%. People, so what are they doing? Sitting at home drinking and beating their spouses? So, um, and it didn't happen overnight. So we've carried on all these frustrations through all this, all this time. And in my case, it went back to my childhood, not to get psychoanalytical here, but I really needed to figure out what the root cause of all these things, why I was dealing with this, and why I was carrying it. And let's face it, you're a business owner, you're carrying it into your place of employment, you're carrying it over to your employees, you're carrying it to your clients and your prospects and everybody that you deal with. Um, and then you're taking all that stuff home. So it really has, I mean, I don't know about but you, but I, 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 I feel a sense of personal violation about what's going on. You know, wow, my, my rights are being infringed on upon here. I'm told what I have to wear, where I can go, what I can do, what time I have to be home. And all of these things, and, and so it's really closing in on us. So communication becomes that much more valuable and that much more significant. Um, and I also apply a lot of different things. I think what people need to do who are listening to this, what works for you? I know what works for me. I'm a voracious reader. My, my faith has got me through the worst times of my life. You and I have lost a child. And so that, for me, it was 2019. So it's fresh and it's raw. Um, and, I, and I put that through the process as well, through, that, through the grinder and through the sifter, and thought about how did, you know, how did we get here? I mean, I think we need to constantly be asking ourselves those questions, Carolyn. And what do we need to do? You know, it's the humility. It's the transparency. It's the authenticity. It's, it's, it's the gratitude. It's all of those things that I think this is forcing us to get back in touch with. All those basics, Carolyn, that we've, that we've kind of lost sight of in this very, you know, um, um, 
uh, sort of invisible society. If you, you know, if you will, we can reach anybody at any time all over the world with just a flip of a switch. But what's the depth of that connection? And that's where I think really what we need to focus on. And that's what the book talks a lot about as well. Yeah, I think what you're referring to is our um, ability and need to use our emotional intelligence. Yes. Really be empathetic with what the other person is going through. So I'll just give you two practical things for my own um, communication change and strategy, and, and I'd like you to react to them. So thing number one is um, we do a meeting in the morning and a meeting at night um, using uh, video conferencing. Everybody opens up their cameras no matter how bad they look. And the first thing that that we ask is, um, what have you learned um, about our situation? What questions do you have? Are you feeling about things? And that gives people a chance to kind of vet out, oh, we heard about this financial rescue or we're going to open the economy over here. And um, when they tell us how they're feeling, oftentimes we hear claustrophobia, boredom, um, um, just, um, it, you know, those kind of things, fear, sure. I think, coming out. And then the second strategy that I personally adjusted is um, when I'm meeting with a customer, and I wasn't doing this in the beginning because I could get up and uh, start my day in my pajamas. <laughs> so yeah. I look for that. But I get up early, I take a shower, I, you know, I, I put on the right clothes, put on some makeup, do my hair, do everything open up my camera um, immediately for every meeting so they can see me. I tell them where I am, you know, what location I'm in. I'm, and then I ask them, so tell me where you are and how's it going in your community? And then I hear all kinds of things back about, you know, what their life is like. And I think that's an, you know, kind of an emotional intelligence to say, look, I care about what you're feeling. And I know we're getting ready to talk about business, but um, but this environment is probably hard on you. For example, one of my customers who lives in Westchester County, which is um, up in the Northeast, but right outside of New York. New York, been, correct. Yep. Right, hit really hard. He's lost 11 people in his neighborhood have died from COVID-19. And so, you know, if we don't get past that emotional disruption, we can't even really have a business conversation because he's, distracted and his mind is elsewhere. So walk me through, given the strategy that you advocate in the book, how do you feel about those two thoughts? Well, it's an excellent point, and I, I would agree with you 100%. Obviously, you know, I was, I like to think I jumped on Daniel Goldman when he first came out with the whole notion of emotional intelligence and how it's been underestimated and, again, kind of poo-pooed as a soft discipline uh, and, and where we've come. I, you know, you can make the argument, let's take that gentleman in Westchester, um, losing 11 neighbors and, and what that does to you individually, emotionally, personally, and then how that impacts everything else. I mean, I, I think, you know, I just finished reading a good book that said, um, don't pursue success, pursue happiness. And if you pursue happiness, you'll find success. And I agree with that philosophy. I do. Um, and so I, I think for a lot of people, and I love that you're doing that, you're opening up the meeting and regardless of how you look, tell me how you're feeling, you know, kind of a thing, because, well, a lot of people might not share those things, Carolyn, um, they're there, they're there. So whether we're on the extreme introvert or extroverted side, um, they're still there. It's how we wear them. It's how we carry them. It's how we express them. And so it's, it's think about 
encountering one of your neighbors when you're going to bring in your trash can or you're at the grocery store or whatever, and you say, hey, how are you? I'm fine. And then you pass on by. What I've encouraged people to do is I've done my social outreach because that's what I do is to, to mean it. Let's look for more meaningful connections. When I taught salespeople, when I built my insurance practice and I ran that and I would teach young salespeople and I would say, you know, you're not meant to get every piece of business. You're meant to get the pieces of business that you're meant to get. But if something doesn't feel right, you know, it doesn't pass the smell test, but look like a duck, walk like a duck, then it's not a duck, you know, kind of a thing, Carolyn. And I think for this gives us a time to reset, talk about reset, refresh, renew, and go back to that. And what the book talks about is, again, I'm going to use those buzzwords like the authenticity and the transparency is to say, you know, we're not a good fit. This doesn't work. Or let me find somebody else who's more suited to what it is that you need. Um, I think we've got to ask the questions and mean it. I think we've got to put that meaning behind it. But we also, I'm going to put the burden a little bit too on the other side and, and um, uh, to, to the employees or people that come to the table. They have to come to the table, Carolyn, with the same things. They have to come there. You know, we don't always see the world, and I would argue that we most of the time don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are, right? Um, and so we come with all those preconceived notions and all those traumas and all those other things that have happened to us. And that's who we are. That's who we are. And, and I don't think you can separate the two, Carolyn. I don't think you can take the personal side and the business side because they're all intertwined. And, and, you know, I had a very successful career in sales. And I will tell you that, you know, a lot of those people are still my friends and my clients because I cared. And I know it sounds, you know, very, very, uh, very boring um, to say all those things. And people know, you know, people can tell whether or not you really care. So, I, I think it's the time to step back and, and to get in touch with yourself. This, this is what I would encourage the CEOs and the COOs and the CIOs and the CFOs and who all these people are, is to really get in touch with themselves. And why do I feel that way? Why would I say it that way? Um, you know, where is it all coming from? And to have that, that open dialogue that everybody's sort of free. And people need to see it. You, you as a CEO set that tone. You know, yeah, Carolyn says that, but she doesn't really mean it. So if I'm in a meeting like that, i got to watch what I say because of this, this, and that. I don't want to be in an environment like that if I'm an employee. You know, I want to I, – I, I look at the feedback that I get on the things that I do, and I'll ask people. Somebody said – I posted a video the other day, and somebody said, I don't normally watch these, but I watch you. And so I said, why do you watch me? Because, I, you know, it's easy to pass it off and say, oh, well, thank you very much. And I did at first for about 10 seconds. And then I went back and said, why do you watch me? And she said, well, you're real. You're this, you're that, you're whatever. So what is it that makes us real, that makes people want to do business with us, that makes them want to associate with us, um, that to be around us, to, to, you know, kids model behavior? So all of those things, Carolyn, I would say, are all rolled up into this. And this is a wonderful time, by the way. And thank you for what you're doing on May 13th, because this is a wonderful opportunity to be more creative, to think out of the box, to take it to the next level. Um, during extremely disruptive times. I'm encouraged. Um, I'm a little frustrated, and there's a little, you know, um, uh, because I'm locked in, I find my ways to get out. I do, and I will. Uh, but I'm encouraged by what's going to be on the other side. We don't know what's going to be on the other side, but I'm encouraged that this is going to uh, cause folks to look at, look a little bit deeper and dive into that emotional intelligence and that transparency and that vulnerability. We're extremely vulnerable right now. And it doesn't feel good, particularly for people who are not will, not used to being so transparent. Think about that. I mean, a lot of people are struggling for lots of different reasons. You and I know the addiction piece and alcohol sales are up. And, and, and I heard the governor of New Jersey talking about why alcohol is essential, but the church is not. And that's the other thing I would encourage people to do is 
filter these things through your own process. Don't jump on, you know, the Fox bandwagon or the CNN bandwagon or the this bandwagon or the, you know, the, the, the public broadcast, whatever it is. Whatever, look at your outlets, but then take a step back before you react immediately to that and jump on that and, and, and don't, just, don't just follow that chart. Well, listen, this is all very interesting information. I appreciate you sharing it. And so I would encourage everyone to register for cloud conventions. Easy to do that. You would have gotten to this podcast and we have all the links for you to do it. And then come to Bob's um, Power Pack 30 minute session on Wednesday the 13th at two o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So, Bob, thank you for those insights today, and I'm going to go ahead and end um, the podcast, and we appreciate you being our speaker at Cloud Conventions. Thank you, Carolyn. Thanks for having me. I look forward to talking to everybody on May 13th. Take care.